Welcome to Porn and Coffee, the weekly adult industry podcast, bringing you the latest from the greatest in the adult entertainment industry. Naked and caffeinated and ready to go. Here are your hosts, Jay Copita and Thomas Gav Helen. Hey everybody and welcome to Porn and Coffee. My name is Thomas Skowlen and uh, I'm from Bowtie Digital. And with me as always, my one and only co-host from the Lone Star State of Texas. Call that, that is right? correct. Jay Copita from WhyNot.com. That is absolutely correct. We are known as the Lone Star State. Dude, we're like up to 50 episodes now. Who would have thunk it, huh? Yeah, this is episode 49. I don't know if we have anything special for episode uh, 50, but uh, we will see. That's the beautiful thing about doing radio. We can record stuff and we can switch stuff around. So in actuality, we could actually say it's a certain date and no one would know the difference either way. We're doing it and it's happening. It's happening. Absolutely. I'm very proud to have done uh, uh, almost now 50 episodes together with you. Uh, we're going to have a little in-betweener. Let's call it that. We're going to have yeah. a little in-betweener this podcast and uh, we're going to have um, only me and Jay talking. There's been a lot of things happening since uh, last time. Of course, Jay had his first trip to Romania. There was like a bunch of conferences here going on. We're going to talk a little bit about why not, I not. We're yeah. going to talk about why not awards. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, yeah, a little bit of what's gonna, uh, going to happen uh, in the upcoming episodes. Before we do that, uh, what do we need to do, Jay? Uh, we need to give a little shout out to our sponsors. And as you always say, it sounds a little bit like this. Adult Force is the worldwide leader in adult premium products. Adult Force is your destination to do big business with all of these brands, including Brazzers, Reality Kings, Mofos, Digital Playground, Pornhub Premium, Twisties, Babes, Wicked, Fake Hub, and more on pay sites. We also have Men, Sean Cody, Bromo, and the newly launched Reality Dudes Network on gay pay sites, and Nutaku.net, N-U-T-A-K-U.net, to promote the latest craze, adult video games. So you have a choice of flat rates, pay top CPM, PPS, rev share, PPL, and on it goes. Just go to adultforce.com today and check them out. Okay, and we are back. Thank you for joining us for this edition of Porn and Coffee. And today we are yeah. going to be celebrating us. As uh, yeah, you heard in the intro, us. we've got some stuff that we want to talk about and recent events happening in the industry. Uh, I definitely yeah. want to talk about uh, Thomas's new company, Bowtie Digital. Also talk about the upcoming Why Not Awards and uh, definitely our excellent adventures in Romania. Now, Thomas, you've lived in Romania for what, about six months now, maybe nine months? Six or nine months, yeah. I could yeah. I could have made a baby and it yeah, would have been born now. Yes. Yeah, around, so. are, you, you've probably left a lot of potential babies there. Uh, so. <laughs> so many wasted snow. <laughs> yes, exactly. You've made God mad. So anyway, I, I, God, man. <laughs> I had the pleasure of visiting Romania for the first time yeah. back in uh, late May of 2017. It was Bucharest Summit and yeah. it was also uh, the AW Summit, right, in uh, Mamaya. So exactly. that's, uh, that's the reason you came. That was the reason why I came. And, uh, you know, another big reason why I came as well is because I was the only person from Why Not that attended. And since there were days off in between... And because uh, Thomas is uh, definitely one of my best friends in the industry, you know, I also had an opportunity to, you know, kind of see how he lives. I stayed at his place for a while. Very nice executive-like style apartment towards the north side of town. 
Um, got to hang out with a lot of different people, do a lot of things, and uh, had a real blast. I mean, it was a very eye-opening experience. I didn't know what to expect. And uh, believe yeah. it or not, several weeks later, I'm still kind of sort of feeling the effects from all of my uh, antics there. It's uh, yeah, It's been crazy. <laughs> But then again, it's also been like 100 degrees here every day in Austin. And, uh, you know, I'm just... You're getting sick very easily, though. I know. It's, it's that old age thing, man. Yeah, probably is. <laughs> so, no, but what do you think about Romania? I mean, for people that haven't been here, like uh, if, you, if you say like the two, two countries that there is, a lot of, there is conferences is that people are like a little bit scared of, it's probably Romania and Colombia, right? Yeah, probably. Because like they, they don't know. I mean, there's like countries that you probably can read up on, but it sounds like, okay, there's probably... A third world country, bloody bloody. But yeah. you're when you came to to Bucharest. I mean, there is no sign of that at all. No, no, nothing at all. I mean, aside from the fact that you know a cab driver ripped me off, but yeah. honestly, you know, I was never in any kind of danger ever. Felt safe yeah. there all the time. You know, everybody for the most part spoke uh, English. Certainly, mm. you know, the younger crowd and the more technical. You know, anybody in our industry, pretty much everybody spoke English. So I mean, I felt very at home there. Everyone was nice. Everyone partied their asses off. So it was definitely yeah. taking things to a higher level there. And uh, the internet there was like lightning quick. So if people even remotely think about Romania or Bucharest as third world, you know, they're, they're crazy. I mean, the internet's better there than it is here in fucking Texas. Yeah, we keep complaining about your internet access and uh, how, how slow it is and all the hurdles we have with this podcast because of it. But uh, Absolutely. <laughs> tell us about your uh, taxi rip-up story. I mean, that is like a welcome to Romania moment. And uh, of course, everybody that is here and probably have gone here knows that this shit is going on and that's why yep. we we never deal with it but you, you had a little blank moment let's say yeah and i you know now that i'm talking about it i'm starting to get pissed off again because it was such a <laughs> stupid dumb mistake i mean come on i've seen it not at all but i've seen just about everything and you know to fall for something stupid like that it just it's really goddamn aggravating bottom line is we're at a party i believe it was uh it was at the opening night party so i was still very jet lagged very, very disoriented um, but, you know, I'd only been in town for, God, not even, what, 10 hours, 8 hours or something like that. Went to that party, or maybe it was the next night. But either way, bottom line is I wanted to get back to the hotel. And I'm the type of guy that when I want to leave, it needs to happen right now. It was like 4 in the yeah. morning as well. And I was freaking annihilated and jet lagged and, you know, didn't even know my fucking name. So they're at this venue. I have no idea where we're at. I need to leave. There's a bunch of cab drivers talking and i say to them yeah i need to go back to the hotel and they're like okay that'll be uh 100 100 ron which is about 25 dollars us which is probably yeah. about triple of what i should have been charged so that trip that you should have paid for i mean right. that should have been something around uh 10 between 10 and 20 lay yeah exactly so yeah. i uh you know i knew it i looked at the guy i'm just like uh that's yeah and he's like 25 dollars us so he was being honest about that and i knew it and i'm like you know yeah. what fuck it because i'm the type that it's like if i need to pay to just do it then fine whatever so yeah. anyway we get to the hotel and i'm fumbling around for money out of my pocket and i gave him what i thought was uh uh 100 lay or 100 yeah 100 lay and as i'm getting ready to leave the cab he's like hey wait a minute and i look back at him and like literally his hand hadn't moved and he's holding a 10 lay in his hand, not 100. And I'm like, what? Yeah. And he's like, you only gave me 10, it's 100. And I look at it and I'm looking at my money in my pocket and I'm like thinking, no way, this guy just like did a quick switch or something. So reluctantly, and also, I mean, I could have probably made a run for it, but I mean, 
I don't know who's in on it or getting arrested or any of that shit for like another 25 bucks or something. So I didn't really want to deal with that shit. So I reluctantly pulled out another hundred. Yeah, because it turned out to be another hundred. Gave it to the guy. Uh, By the time I got to my room and pulled everything out of my pockets and became a little more coherent, it made me realize that I gave this ass clown 190 lei for a fucking cab ride from the venue to the hotel. So when all was said and done, I was was kind enough to give you the 10 back. I was probably (laughs) tossed for, you know, the equivalence of about 40 to $45 US, uh, which, you know, it's like if they're going to do that shit, obviously he needs it more than me. But uh, the fact that I fell for it was annoying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the rest of your experience were pretty good, huh? They were all awesome. Yeah, everything. Yeah. Good food, good drinks. Yep. Good parties. Everything was excellent. Everything was top notch. Um, You know, that was just my impression of Bucharest. And uh, yeah, and the people. I mean, let's put it this way. I'm definitely coming back. There's absolutely no question about that. Yeah. I'm so glad you liked it. I mean, you can probably also see a reason why I moved down here. I mean, it's really like for a guy like me, I I really love the the people here. And also the the cost of living, of course, helps a lot. The weather helps a lot for me as well. Compare it with 15, maybe even less now degrees in Norway. And uh, my hometown set a new record for the most rainy days in the summer. So I'm like, (laughs) Well, like, okay, because I know that things tend to be more expensive in Norway as far as like your Mm. basic cost of living. I mean, is everything cheaper across the board? Like, I mean, we're talking food, rent, entertainment, general utilities and expenses. Is everything cheaper there? I will say yes and no. So meaning that you will find stuff here that probably, I mean, you, but you wouldn't do this in Norway, right? Because of the cost of it. But you can buy a champagne bottle to for 2,500 euros if you want, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can go to a club and do stuff like that. And you could have done that in Norway as well, but it would be stupid in any way. Like... It depends on, on what you want to do, right? And um, there is restaurants here that are really high end and uh, and expensive, but I mean you can probably find that also in in uh, in Norway. So uh, it's it's whatever you want it to be. I mean there's both sides here, but the the regular cost of living, the regular thing of like going to Starbucks and buy a coffee or going to the store and buy a can of uh, Coca Cola, mm-hmm. stuff like that is is way cheaper than yeah. in Norway. You know, I gotta so say the regular living, yeah. Regular living, yeah. Because I mean, I gotta say, I was, you know, really. First of all, I was very pleased and uh, happy that you had the time to be able to take me around. I mean, we went to parties together. We went to the mall. We did some shopping. You took me to the yeah. old town area. We walked around some government buildings, and uh, for the few days that we had in between the show. Uh, we covered a lot of territory. It was awesome. And I mean, it totally enhanced my experience because I mean, otherwise, you know, I mean, yeah, granted, I know a lot of people who are in the studio part of the industry who live in Romania and could have found something to do, but it just made it so much better this way. And then, you know, we took that ride together uh, out to uh, Mamaya. It was a lot easier for me, you know. So next year, uh, hopefully, you can uh, spend some some more time, and then we can go out for some castle hunting and watch and see, you know, Dracula Castle and stuff like this, you know. But it it takes some planning and some timing after after a show. So, but uh, it's definitely worth it just to get some more exactly culture. The, co- the countryside of Romania, like up north and stuff, is very beautiful. So yeah, so I've heard. Well, let's, let me ask you this, because uh, you were talking about, uh, well, actually, no, I, I, what I want to talk about is 
what your experience was with hosting the AW Awards and that amazing video that you put together that opened the AW Awards. You know, it was that was a great experience. You're a really freaking good good host of a of a, an award show, dude. Yeah, thank you so much. I mean, uh, first of all, then how how do you felt that that award show? I mean, you know, award shows. You have your own award show, but award shows in itself. I mean, it. Mm-hmm. First of all, it's a hurdle to organize it, and second of all, you know it's going to take a while. So it's like four hours, bankers for sure, yeah. and there's a lot of pitfalls, of course. But how do you felt that that show was compared with the rest of the, the, the award shows in the industry? Yeah, I've attended a lot of different award shows in the industry. Um, you know, I mean, I really enjoyed the Bucharest Summit Awards, and as far as like the mm-hmm. AW Awards is concerned, it felt very comfortable for me, even though it was my first time there. It certainly mm-hmm. didn't hurt that uh, Alexandru and, Alex- and Alexandra gave me the opportunity to do red carpet interviews. The ambiance was very nice, and it was, I don't know, it just it felt familiar because it was kind of, sort of similar in format to the way I run the Why Not Awards, but different yet at the same mm-hmm. time. Just, it was a fun time. I mean, at no point was I like, Ugh, let's get this over and move on. You know, that's yeah. always a bad sign. And it was not the case at all here for anything. Now, things are running smoothly, I felt. Uh, and uh, it's it's really hard to do that. And also to keep, you know, the entertain- and entertainment through the whole show because there's a bunch of awards. And uh, I mean, I felt, uh, I feel uh, always very comfortable on the stage. I don't know if you talked about this, but I was a stand-up comedian for, for three years and um, have a lot of uh, conferences behind me. Uh, yep. that I organized myself. So it was the social summer and social winter, we call them, in Norway. So always being on a stage presenting stuff and, and stuff, they, for me, it's, it's very nice and very fun. The show is not about me, you know? I'm just there right. to present. And right. then <clears throat> the rest of it is just like the people that are going to have a hard time on stage is the people that actually need to thank people for the award. That is the hard part. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> because they are not used to be on a, on a stage, maybe. But yeah, we had a lot of fun time. I created a character, uh, which I really wanted to do, uh, <laughs> that was called Tony the Pony. Yeah. So since it was a fan award show, uh, mostly, I, I really wanted to, to build something around it and have fun with that character. Yeah. So we tried to make uh, Tony the Pony. Uh, he was supposed to learn how to be a camboy. We I was co-hosting it with uh, Nikki Knight from Cam4, which of course then is uh, a cam coach for Cam4. So she mm-hmm. was teaching me a lot of stuff. And dr- during the show, we were playing with this. So we have an intro video, and then we had uh, me through a, trying to do a solo show, not succeeding. And then I was very happy that we came up with the idea where we can do a, a group show or um, uh, two people in, in the same room. And uh, you appeared. <laughs> yeah, that was an amazing experience, man. And I promise everybody, if you haven't been there and haven't seen the video, we I'm, I'm doing something with this whole thing. So it's going to get out there. Uh, I just don't want to release it just to put it out there uh, right. but we, I'm going to do something with it so that it makes sense because taking it out of context that doesn't make any sense so uh, seeing one and one video out of context doesn't make any sense right so yeah we had a brilliant uh, mm-hmm. brilliant way of entering the stage where this is um, Alex and Alex's team um, that had most of the idea for for this part basically ends up with me sitting in a taxi trying to get the taxi to Mamaya and uh, there is all sorts of people showing up in the taxi. We even have a live chicken showing up in that taxi. And I was like, where the fuck do you guys find live chickens? You just buy them in the market, apparently. <laughs> For less than a taxi drive. <laughs> so yeah, right. that was fun. And I'm just like running through 
basically the the, the screen where everything was shot, uh, shown on, and that's how we saw the show. So um, a lot of fun. I would say though the hardest part of that show is that cam models, uh, cam guys and uh, cam boys and cam girls often have a little bit strange names. You know, because they have the nicknames and they yeah. they write it in all different ways. So when they come up on the screen and you're supposed to read them, it's like, how do you pronounce that? I yeah. mean, cute with a K and an H. And it's like, what? I don't know. So that is the hard part, you know, trying to pronounce people's right name without, like, uh, making them feel bad, you know. You want to make everybody feel good and appreciated. And one of the cool things is probably to hear your own name, you know, being read out. And that, I think, I, I didn't do that well on that part. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, one thing that's uh, good to do before a show is to kind of, you know, rehearse through what you're going to have to read and what you're going to have to say. A lot of times, yeah. a lot of the stuff is off the cuff. Um, you know, yeah. you might have a script, you might have some ideas, but if the situation doesn't call for it, I mean, you totally understand that as an entertainer and as a performer for, you know, several years. That something that might seem like a great idea written down on paper uh, might not be right or might not be ready for the very situation that you're in. Um, yeah. And you handled it deftly. I mean, it was it was very smooth. And, uh, um, you know, let me ask you, given your, your past experience as a stand-up comedian, and I mean, I was an actor for a number of years as well, um, mm. is this something that you offer as a service uh, through Bowtie Digital? Uh, I guess what are some of the things that you're focusing on uh, as to why uh, people would uh, be able to retain you for. I don't know if uh, award show host is one of the services that you can put in your basket from my website, but uh, <laughs> that's, uh, that's not it. But we tried to create something there. And uh, basically what, what I offer is, is marketing help, um, business development, and, uh, and branding. I mean, these are the things that I'm very passionate about. Um, my experience from um, being a publisher before and uh, also being uh, working in mainstream marketing uh, agencies and also uh, with my uh, experience in plug rush uh, with uh, running a traffic network these are the, the stuff that I'm having in my backpack and uh, all of this experience I try to to help people um, as best as I can so I was part of AW Summit's team with the marketing part. Uh, we did a lot of cool things, I believe, in uh, regarding to the digital marketing and the digital branding. It was very visible in, in their face on their Facebook pages and um, and anywhere else. And we also did some cool viral stuff that we we got off there with this uh, one video where people were lip syncing to uh, yeah. to one this Sire song. Yeah, so that awesome. thing was cool. Totally. Yeah. So, no, basically, that's what I do. My biggest client at the moment is Era Advertising. We are now doing a lot of stuff there with Era Advertising, with building a new front-end website. Uh, we are building a new user panel that is soon finished and uh, definitely have a lot of things to get shown in September uh, with Era Advertising. So that will be fun to see how people react to that. Awesome. So, yeah. But I also work on my uh, my own projects on the side, of course. And I'm developing now two products for the cam industry. I don't want to say too much. Uh, we have uh, written some NDAs um, with the people mm -hmm. involved in it. But it has definitely something to do with traffic, something to do with the cam models earning shitload of more money and even better branding for them. And uh, the last one is taking care of uh, selling more privates. 
So if anybody are interested in any of those things, I got you covered. <laughs> awesome. Well, that's good. I mean, yeah, good for you. And I'll definitely be seeing you in September. Will you also be, you'll be in Amsterdam too, right? I will be in Amsterdam uh, for sure. And I also will be in Prague. And uh, awesome. definitely will uh, will be a new award show. When is the award show again? Uh, things are running a little bit earlier this year, so it'll be September fifteenth, which yeah. is a Saturday. That'll be happening for the Why Not Awards. At this point already, I think I've got fifteen sponsors, and I think I'm already at close to three hundred dinner seats sold, and that's no bullshit. So, okay, how many can you take? You're, like that room is like four. 400, 450? Uh, it is, if you include the balcony, it's probably comfortable to have about 400 there, 425 tops. Yeah. The floor itself can fit about three. I mean, it says 400 that you can fit on the floor, but that's if you're really cramming it in. And uh, yeah. the way I like to do it with the spacing, because once you get in the very back, the seats aren't the best, but you still, no. you know, you're still on the floor and you still get the food and the, the open bar and everything. So I usually limit yeah. the floor to about 360 and fill that up and then whatever we get in the balcony. So we're looking at about, yeah, a minimum of 400 this year. And right now we're already at 300. Adult Force is the worldwide leader in adult premium products. Adult Force is your destination to do big business with all of these brands, including Brazzers, Reality Kings, Mofos, Digital Playground, Pornhub Premium, Twisties, Babes, Wicked, Fake Hub, and more on pay sites. We also have Men, Sean Cody, Bromo, and the newly launched Reality Dudes Network on gay pay sites, and Nutaku.net, N-U-T-A-K-U.net, to promote the latest craze, adult video games. So you have a choice of flat rates, pay top CPM, PPS, rev share, PPL, and on it goes. Just go to adultforce.com today and check them out. Yeah. So you don't have a lot of dinner space left then, let's say. So Yeah. Uh, People want to jump in on that. They better do it soon. Yeah, get so, their full yeah. tables. And I mean, I have a few extra tables, and there's always going to be extra seats here and there with sponsors, but I don't want to put the burden on sponsors to have to invite someone because they waited too long. So, I mean, people know how it goes. If, and if you want to watch the show for free, you can. I mean, you can go there early. You can hang out, have cocktails with everyone, and then sit in the balcony and watch the show up there. You just don't get dinner, and you don't get open bar. Uh, but this yeah. way, this way, people aren't being left out. So... And it's a beautiful venue done. We cannot speak enough about that venue. That is some historical place where all the dirtiness is going down and they don't <laughs> even know. About it. Exactly. So, yeah, <clears throat> where one of the few times a year, you know, that those beautiful tables with the white linen and a flashlight. That is yes. like the perfect thing when you eat food. <laughs> exactly. Although we don't have yeah. flashlight this year, uh, actually, Turpon. Turpon stepped up and took the uh, platinum sponsorship, so uh, they're going to be the ones that basically stepped in their shoes. Uh, yeah. And then, of course, if you uh, go to winonawards.com, you'll see all the other sponsors. We've got a lot of studio support, a lot of Romanian support this year, which you know I I can't say how much I appreciate that. And voting. When do we vote? Voting has already started underway. It commenced on July tenth. Uh, yeah. We have already had here. I mean. Yeah, here it is several, not even several days later, a few days later. Uh, there's already yeah. been a few hundred people who have either signed up or logged in and voted. And I anticipate yeah. I anticipate we're going to go well over 1,000 votes, maybe even 1,500 this year as far as individuals. And then um, mm. all they need to do is go to whynotid.com and sign up for an account. 
Uh, or mm. if they're already an account holder on Why Not, they can just go to whynotawards.com, click vote, and it'll ask them to log in. And we've got 34 yeah. categories that people can vote in, all ranging in various sectors of B2B, with a few model categories thrown in. But uh, mm. the only people that can vote are those who are actively involved in the industry now. It's a little bit different from the other ones, you know, because if you have seen on the other award pages, they can say we have millions and billions of votes and that's what they are saying but this is right. actually you have one time that you can vote this um, in this uh, why not award and uh, there's only one vote per person so, right but you of course you can try to sign up like in bowtie digital we have uh, 1500 employees at the moment so i just need to register all of those accounts just to make sure that we get all all the votes in right Right. So uh, it's going to be 1,500 Bowtie Digital votes. <laughs> so yeah, I was lucky enough to be nominated, I'd see. Yep. Thomas Scavon is nominated for uh, Industry Rep Representative of the Year, which, you know, I mean, you are. You're a great representative. You totally are indicative of what we have in this industry. So no, I'm very thankful for that. Yeah, I wish you all so the best. Yep. So yeah. That is that is uh, about it. But uh, let's let's talk a little bit about porn and coffee. And yes, we are soon running up to fifty episodes. And uh, the episodes have not been as weekly as we uh, hoped it was. Uh, there's been a lot of traveling lately, and there's been a lot of stuff going on. Yeah. But we are kicking it back in, and we are now uh, recording episodes, and they will come out weekly once we pack them up a little bit. So before the show in September, we definitely have passed uh, 50 and hopefully many, many more. We, we have not ended. There is still a lot of interesting people that we want to talk to. And totally. our industry is ever-changing, uh, as many know. It's definitely some brains to pick uh, here. Uh, and hopefully we'll learn a thing or two about it. So that is that. Uh, yeah, even now next week, you are going to one of the biggest toy conferences in, uh, in America, right? Yeah. I'll be going to the uh, ANME Founders Show in Burbank, California, which is one of the largest novelty expos in the United States. Uh, it's designed for manufacturers, uh, toy store owners, and um, distributors. And uh, I'll be obviously going there for Why Not? Because uh, we run novelty news on our site. I just want to get people used to submitting their press releases to us. And hopefully picking up some Why Not Mail accounts as well, since a lot of people in the novelty industry are currently using Why Not Mail as their email platform, given that, you know, things like MailChimp or Constant Contact or whatever they're using don't allow adult products or porn. Uh, so sooner or later, they're going to get caught and they're going to get kicked off. And that's never an issue with us. In the novelty industry, there's a thing called the Big Five. These are the biggest novelty companies perhaps in the world. Some of them use us. And then as far as like a lot of the other guys doesn't matter how big or small their email accounts are. As long as it's a clean account and they're a legitimate company, they can do business with Why Not Mail. And also, if you want to learn more about Why Not Mail, we have, a, we have an episode, right, with Richard. Yeah, so exactly. You can go back in time and um, read about or listen to that one if you want to learn more about how important that is. So, yeah, I think that's what we have for this uh, in-betweener. Let's call it in-betweener. It was episode. a very good in-betweener. Yes. Uh, like I like the in-betweeners. So maybe we should do them uh, more often. A little bit more in-betweeners. So uh, thank you so much, everybody, for uh, listening in to this podcast. And uh, hopefully we will get our next new episode out for you next week. In the meantime, yeah, remember to uh, work hard, be good to people, and try not to get lost or killed. Great advice. Ciao.
<laughs> Thank you for listening to Porn and Coffee. Be sure to check out what's brewing with us every week.